0: maintaining your weight while attending special occasions part 2 my daughter Alexis is getting married in about three weeks and we had another shower family shower last night and um, I started the day with my two hours of exercise and um, the treadmill on an incline of eight at its speed of 3.4 miles an hour, uh, an hour on the elliptical at uh, level two. I did that for two hours. And then um, I attended the shower. And first thing I saw was, oh my God, look at all the food. It was a lot of food, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? So I visited with family, and I ate a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and um, I enjoyed talking to everybody. My uh, daughter's uh, future mother-in-law, when I talked to her, she's like a ray of sunshine, there's like a halo over her head when she talks. She's just so cheerful. And then I look at myself and I think there's doom and gloom and there's a rain cloud over my head. I don't know if it's the medicine that I take that dulls my um dulls my emotion. I think it 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 must dull my emotions because I used to be really. Uh, upbeat and cheerful and I noticed as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm more, uh, I guess I have more depression. Um, oh, I forgot to say, uh, after um, I exercised, I went, uh, saw the sonogram, a 3D sonogram of my daughter who's given birth May 6th to my first granddaughter. And she expected me to cry, and I, 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 I was filled with emotion. That that's true, I was. But I was concentrating on the scan. I was looking to see if I can see her five fingers or five toes. And she was the the little technician was moving the wand around, and I, and I was concentrating on the images and like you could see the baby's face but then it was like you wouldn't see the whole head and it kind of it was kind of strange looking you know we got some good shots uh, of the baby she looks like my daughter she's got full lips she's got uh, my daughter's chin I can't tell on the nose uh, and the nose and the forehead who's who she has. I, I can't tell, but um, it looks like she's going to be a beautiful baby. I, I can't wait to see her. Um, so we went to the shower last night, and um, I had a real good time, and my uh we played a game, and that was really fun. Alexis and her fiance played this game uh who knows each other better it was It was cute. uh We got home about nine o'clock nine thirty and i forgot well my husband reminded me that the time changed, so I set my clock. To get up at 6:30, and I get it's uh, an iPhone and it's automatic, and so uh, I I, I ended up getting up at 5:30 because I didn't realize um, whatever I didn't realize I just got up an hour before I wanted to get up because I wanted to get up at 6:30, but I got up at 5:30, and um, I drank my coffee and played around and psyched myself up to go to the gym. It's a Sunday, which I should be going to church, but church seems to be the gym for me. I guess I need to talk to a priest about that. But um, I went to the gym and did the treadmill and uh, did the elliptical, and I did an extra 15 minutes on the elliptical to burn... 1200 calories instead of 1100 I burned 1200 uh today and when I got home my husband had barbecued chicken with cheese on top and we had pork and beans and scalloped potatoes and um blackberry cobbler for dessert and of course I ate I ate everything and um I, I don't know, today was a bad, day. I just had, last night and today, I, I, I got off track with, with, with food, it was just like, I want to eat, you know, and, and, and I'm not thinking about the consequences, it's just, I, I'm I just, I want to eat, and um, I, I said, I I don't even have to go weigh myself, I know I've gained a pound, sure enough, I, I got on the scale, uh I gained a pound just from last night and today, even with the exercise, I gained a pound, so, um, so, let's see, um, uh, um, the doctor told me a long time ago to gain five pounds, I gained that five pounds, plus I put on another five pounds, plus I put on one pound last night, so, um, I'm six pounds over what I want to weigh. So I'm six pounds now over over what I want to weigh. So I guess next weekend, I don't think I have anything. I think I'm going to spend three hours at the gym. I don't know what else to do. I mean, I'm just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have the answers. I don't know what to do. I'm exercising two hours. I mean... I did want I I, I I did want to eat a uh, uh, a little bit more today because I I had to drink some Propel water because I was like God I I want some cookies or something so I made myself a glass of Propel water and I drank that and that stopped me from grabbing cookies you know and um, I was thinking about this about pork and beans when I was a kid. I'm talking probably with my earliest memory would be around four or five. It had to be four because I went to kindergarten when I was five. So I must have been four and my mama would bring me to a babysitter. And I, the only thing that I ate was a can of pork and beans, not the bush kind that's really, um, at, you know, with all the ingredients, just the plain, plain old can of, uh is it Van Camp pork and beans? I think that's what the brand was, I think. But as, so my earliest memory was four and uh, my mom had to bring me a can of pork and beans to my babysitter because that's all I ate. I, I don't know, I, I didn't eat fruit, I didn't eat nothing but pork and beans, I, I was, going through a phase or something and I still to this day like por- pork and beans you know so um, I thought that was funny when I was I was thinking about uh, getting on here and talking I, I was thinking about I should mention that how I ate pork and beans when I was four and that's all I ate um, but uh, I'm so aggravated I mean I gained a pound it's like oh my god so I I, I have to teach school tomorrow and it's like I can't bring a turkey sandwich because it's not going to stay cold so I'm gonna have to bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich which is a lot of calories Ah, and it's an early day tomorrow so I'll be able to, to probably get maybe two hours of gym in tomorrow, maybe, maybe I will, maybe, I, I, I don't know, but uh, it's three weeks before the wedding, the dress has to fit, I'm like, and then I, my daughter has a baby shower, March 22nd, so I'm like, oh my God, one more shower, oh my God, and I got just three weeks before the wedding, it's like, I, I, I'm at loss at what to do. I, I, I don't have the answers to people. I don't, I mean, I guess I got a diet. I guess I got a, I guess it's, it's the Lent season and everybody has given up sweets. I guess I should, should have been on that bandwagon myself and given up sweets or something. But I mean, I mean, how I love sweets. I'm like, if you take that away from me, I mean, my God, I don't drink as it is. I drink coffee in the morning and it's like, oh my God, I love cake and pies. And oh my God, there's a half a gallon of ice cream in the freezer that's got my name on it. And it's like, I haven't touched it, but it's like, it's in my freezer. And it's like, oh my God, I don't want it to get bad, but I can't eat it right now. And it's like, Oh, uh, I think I'm gonna stop obsessing after after this wedding. I'll stop. Maybe I can relax some. I don't know. It's just like I gotta I gotta fit in that dress. I gotta fit in that dress. So today, last night, and today was not good. Uh, with my food control, not good at all. Not good at all. It's. Uh, I think I ate some about five Hershey kisses and. I suck on them so they'll last longer. That's how pathetic I am. It's like I don't just eat a Hershey kiss. I got to suck on it for a while so it'll, it'll last me. That's that's how pitiful I am. It's like I have no self-control. I'm like, if you take away my exercise, uh, 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 I, 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 all the weight would come back. Everybody says, oh, you lost the weight. You're good. You lost it and people have no idea what it takes to maintain your weight. And I have a slow metabolism. I mean, I mean slow. I mean, my husband his he's tall and thin and he's never had a weight problem. I mean, he needs to gain weight. I mean, he's underweight, you know, to have a husband that's underweight at his age age of 60 and he's underweight and uh he's he's thinner now than when I married him 30 years ago and because I look at pictures and I'm like oh my god my husband is thinner than when I married him he's a lot thinner you know and it's like I, I eat I I eat way more than him he he I don't, he's just not a food person. He's just not a, not a food person. I mean, he fixes a plate and just eats it and just walks away and probably doesn't think about it and obsess about it like I do. You know, it's, it's like, it's a constant, it's a constant battle with me. You know, it's like, oh my God. And getting back to the, um, the baby scan um yeah my daughter thought i would cry and it's like i i don't I, I i was concentrating on the on the i was looking at the pictures and making sure you know everything was where it was, it was supposed to be you know and it's like uh, i wonder if i'm going to cry at my daughter's wedding it's like the medicine that i take for my anxiety and, and depression has dulled my emotions it's it seems like but I I do I do get teary-eyed so so I'm sure I don't really want to cry because I'm gonna have false eyelashes on so I I don't want to cry at my daughter's wedding because my eyelashes will fall off so I'm thinking what am I gonna do if I start crying and my eyelashes fall off and it's like oh my god so that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking will my dress fit and will I, and will I cry at the wedding and my eyelashes will fall off. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That that's what, I, that, that, that's what I'm thinking right now. It's like um, it, I I think uh, um you know if if my dress is going to fit and if my eyelashes will stay on. So, we'll see. I got 3 more weeks. Um so, um, I guess I, I, I just got to stop with the sweets. I just got to, I got to get back to when I pulled my hamstring, I put myself on a, a rigid diet and I stuck with it. And for some reason, I can't seem to stick, stick with a rigid diet right now. It's like, I, I want to eat everything in sight. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm out of control. It's like, I don't I don't I don't have no self-control. I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, um I I I just I just I want the wedding to hurry up and come and so I can relax, you know, a little bit, you know, and enjoy my grandbaby that's coming and it's like I'll be at my daughter's house for a week and that's a week of not exercising. I already know I already know I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to be at my daughter's house. I'm going to gain weight. So, because I'm a helper with the baby, so I'm not going to be able to go to the gym. And so, um, so it's like, oh, my God. Six years of, uh, maintaining my weight, um, um, I'm I'm failing right now I'm failing I lost 90 pounds and I put on 10 and oh, really 11 11 pounds I put on back on and it's like I feel like I'm drowning I feel like I'm drowning you know with 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 my weight it's like oh my god I, I just can't keep this up I I I don't know, you know. I mean, am I gonna have to spend three hours at a gym because I can't control myself? I mean, that's how pathetic I am. It's like, you know, it's like I, I just, I guess I gotta get on that rigid diet of eating. Oh my God, turkey sandwiches. Oh, plain turkey sandwich with mustard. That's what I was doing to keep my weight down when I pulled a hamstring. Before my oldest daughter's wedding, when they told me I, I had a tear in my hamstring, I just, oh, I, I, that first week, I, I went to bed hungry. I was so, I was so distraught that I actually lost two pounds. The doctor said, you lost two pounds. and I'm like, I, I had freaked out that I couldn't exercise, and I, 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 for some reason, I can't do it now. I'm I'm. Constantly gaining weight. I'm surely not. I'm not losing weight. I'm gaining weight. So, uh, I'm. uh, I don't know. It's like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I got three more weeks. Just three more weeks. If I can hang on. Um. So tomorrow, tomorrow. Um. I don't know. I just. uh, If I don't know to bring a turkey sandwich to school. It's like i I'd, I'd have to keep it cool i I don't know how to keep it cool. I guess I can put one of those coolers in my little bag, but um you know it's just like I don't I sometimes um when I teach school, uh I have a break in the morning it might be my my break might be at nine o'clock in the morning, and I don't want to eat a turkey sandwich at nine o'clock in the morning in the morning i want to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's my preference so i don't have a problem when i'm at with food when i'm at school because you know i'm i'm there to you know uh substitute teach the class you know and try to keep the the class under control which is hard because once the kids see a substitute the high schoolers grab their phone. They're like, oh, our teacher lets us talk on the phone. And um, I thought that that was true. And my daughter's like, that's a teacher, said, no, they're, they're lying to you. They're not supposed to have their phones. I said, well, the students tell me that their teachers let them use the phone to look up answers or answers to questions and things like that students are always lying to me and it's like I believe them I I I I I, I believe them and it's like they all need to go to the bathroom and it's like I can't deny them to go to the bathroom so I I see get the hall pass go to the bathroom and then another person I have to go to the bathroom uh, or I gotta go get water and uh, it's constant the younger ones have to sharpen their pencils and it's like I, I I can't get over how the kids don't write their name on their papers, how they 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 have computers and they just slam them shut and they throw them down on the floor. They just don't take care of the computers uh, like they should. They just they bend them and they just. They just don't take care of the computers, and I go to these classes and the the teachers will have like six or eight computers and that and I'll ask the students what what's wrong with these computers oh oh they, they they those those don't work those don't work only one only one works, you know what I'm thinking, oh my God, how wasteful you know all these classes with all these computers that are not working, you know, and it's like, I, I, I I don't know. They give the kids in middle school computers, an elementary school, uh, there's no computers. So the computers are middle school and high school. And, um, um, so, um, Oh, I, i'm i'm'm I'm, I'm mumbling right now because I just looked on my leg and it's like I'm bleeding on my leg and it's like did I why did I have a did, why is there blood on my leg'm I'm, <laughs> I'm like what did I bump myself i I'm, I'm looking at myself I'm like what is that on my leg you know I have blood on my leg, but anyway, yes, I am losing the battle. With my weight, I'm losing the battle. Uh, I'm drowning. I have no self-control. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm exercising two hours a day, seven days a week. I'm not even taking a day off. You're supposed to take one day day off a week, and I'm not even doing that. And I'm exercising seven days a week. And um, I have some elementary schools that I have to teach at and they uh let in at eight o'clock and you don't I don't get home till four fifteen, four thirty, so that only gives me about a, an hour to work out and so uh, I just I just I have to, I have to gain some self control, I tell you. I don't know, um uh, uh my my daughters take Vyvanse, and that drug curbs their appetite, you know? And it's like, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take Vyvanse, but, um, uh, two of my daughters take Vyvanse, and it makes them not eat. It, it's kind of like, um, uh, Adderall or whatever, and, um, um, but I, I wouldn't. I need. I need something like that. I I, I certainly do need something like that. But no, I, I wouldn't take Adderall with uh, my other medication. I, I I wouldn't take that. But um, uh, I see the Aspen Clinic advertised on TV, and I think, man, I should go to the Aspen Clinic. I I'm not quite sure what they do for weight loss. I don't know if it's a pill you take. Or something. I think it's a pill you take that curbs your appetite. I need something like that. I don't know. I I, I don't know what the Aspen Clinic, what they do. I, I I'm not sure. What what? It's a weight loss center. I I, I think it's a pill that you take uh, that curbs your appetite. Um, um. I'm. I should maybe I should look into that. Maybe that's. Maybe I should look into that. And I wouldn't have such an obsession with, with food. I I guess I'm a foodie. Uh, I have to admit that. That's terrible to think that I am obsessed with food like that. You know, I mean, um, back in my early days, I was close to being anorexic, but I wasn't anorexic. I was thin, but not anorexic thin. But my eating pattern was that of like somebody with anorexia would have, you know, but I I was not anorexic uh, because, but I was thin and I was rigid. And I remember when they, I was working at Winn-Dixie and they introduced chili uh, Fritos, chili flavored Fritos. I remember they brought the bag in the store and everybody was trying it and i was like if i eat one i'm going to eat i want i'm going to want to eat the whole bag and those things are so good uh when we make chili we put fritos in uh in in our chili when we eat when we eat when we make chili and yeah you can easily eat a bag of that they're so good i really i really like that but that is so bad for you, you know. So, um, I know what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I bought some l- l- lentils. Lentils, they come in a pack from Costco. And it kind of tastes like chili. And a whole bag is 360 calories. So, I think maybe for the next three weeks, that'll, that's what I'll eat at night. Uh, just a bag of lentils. Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. And eat a giant apple. And maybe, and that's what I'm going to have to do. Uh, I, I can't, I can't be having, oh, with the sh- what am I, what am I saying? I got the shower March 22nd. My daughter's baby shower. Oh my God. Another shower. Another shower. An- another shower. Uh, uh what am i going to do? Uh I'm going to see all that food. I'm I'm going to have I'm probably going to get up early and I'm, I might I work, might work out 3 hours that day. I might work out 3 hours. It's a brunch. It's a brunch uh baby shower. And I'm telling you uh right now I might work out 3 hours cuz it's like it'll be a a week before the wedding. So I I might have to do that. Something crazy like that. Work out three hours. That's what I'm going to have to do. Work out three hours. So that I can eat at the shower. But, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm losing the battle with, with food and my weight. I'm, I'm gaining. It's like, you know, it's a pound here, a pound there. Before you know it, it's going I'm, I'm, I'm gonna gain all the weight that I lost, Six years ago in two thousand and fourteen is when I lost the weight and i I wish I'd have kept a diary or something because i don't know what I was eating i I don't remember what I ate to lose all that weight i I don't remember um i I don't know what i ate i I have no clue what I ate for nine months that I lost the ninety pounds I was doing a sh- the um, treadmill for two hours, that's for sure, and that was 1,200 calories I was burning um, daily, but I don't remember what I ate, and I'm so mad that I didn't keep a diary or something, because, like, I, I just don't remember what I was eating, and the weight, I was losing a pound a week, a pound a week, a pound a week, and I just kept exercising and exercising, and I lost a pound a week, a pound a week, until I got to 120 pounds and that's when the doctor looked at me and said, you need to put five pounds back on. And that's when I'm like, oh, I thought I was doing so good. And here I was uh, looking, looking bad, you know, because I had gotten too thin and I was just looking at the scale and um my scale is working. That's another thing. My scale either works or it's four pounds over, and right now it's working because I have the weights that I put on the scale to check the 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 weight, and it's got to be digital because I I can't read. I have another uh, scale that has the numbers on it, and it's manual or whatever you call it, but there's no way I, I can re- read the uh, the scale. So I mean, it's got to be digital that I that I use you know and I hate to go to the doctor's office because the scales let me tell you you're all you're weighing with your clothes on you're always five pounds over and I always tell the nurse I can't take my shoes off at least take my shoes off and uh, because when you go to the doctor it's it's always five pounds over than what you weigh it's always always five pounds over and then the doctor will say "Oh uh it looks like you you put on some weight, you know I'm like it's your scale it's i I just weighed with my clothes on, you know I gotta tell the doctor that it's like I'm weighing with my clothes on and my shoes and or I take some 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 doctors you have to keep your shoes on uh some 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 doctors you can take your shoes off. some doctors you have to weigh with your shoes on, so that puts it's five pounds right there." But, um, yeah, sorry sorry to report that I'm losing my battle with my weight, um, but tomorrow's another day, and, um, I'll be more mindful. The shower is in two weeks, so starting tomorrow, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, no sweets I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to eat fruit instead um um, that's what I'm gonna do so that's all for today goodbye before my 57th birthday and I am not celebrating it. Not one bit. Not nothing. I want nothing. I don't want to celebrate it. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to forget it. I mean, I'm just feeling old. I mean, I feel like life is passing me by Um, I'm still exercising even with the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I got up, I went to the gym, I did an hour on the treadmill at an incline of 8 at a speed of 3.4, I did that for an hour, I did the elliptical at a level 2 for an hour, and I did another 15 minutes, so I did 2 hours and 15 minutes today. Um, I wiped down uh, the treadmill and I wiped down the elliptical after I finished. Um, and I've been sitting around watching the news all day. Uh, I don't know if my daughter's wedding might be canceled, which is April 3rd. My my oldest daughter's having a baby and her baby shower is next Sunday and I don't know if people are gonna show up. I'm just really depressed I guess watching all this on the news. Um, you know I'm, you know, I went to the grocery store and I, I bought you know, stuff to put in my freezer, but I didn't go crazy or anything. Um, I had the flu one time in my life, and I was a senior in high school. I've never gotten the flu shot. I've never had the flu since. So, this uh, coronavirus doesn't scare me because, like I said, I've I've only had the flu one time, and it was I was a senior in high school. Um, I think. I think the media is uh, blowing everything out of proportion. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And uh, now that I don't know if my daughter's getting married, it's just like, well, I guess I'm going to have cookies and ice cream today for supper. I I just like opened the ice cream, started eating it out out the uh, container, and I didn't even put it in a bowl. I mean, it was just like... I give up I just I'm just like I don't know I'm I'm depressed um, um, I, I, I I don't know um, I'm a substitute teacher and we don't have school for a month so I don't have work for a whole month so I don't have income for a whole month and um, I don't even know what I'm gonna do in the summer I'm gonna have to find. A job in the summer um, I'm I know I'm 57 but I would like to go back to school and get my masters I would love to be a counselor I know that's a pipe dream um, but that's what I would like to do if I had a chance that's what I would like to do uh, I substitute teach and they uh, the school board encourages Uh, substitute teachers to become teachers and there's a program it's called I teach and um, my problem is that you have to take the praxis test one and two and I looked at the book and it looks very difficult I don't think I could pass it but they the school board does offer uh, classes on helping you pass the test I guess I could take those classes but when I looked at the practice one and practice two I'm thinking there's just no way I don't remember algebra I don't remember geometry I'm like it I would have to study so hard to take these tests and then I don't even know if I could pass them and then I'm 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 57 uh tomorrow and it's like who they said they don't discriminate on age but really who's going to hire somebody at 57 years old I mean that's just another pipe dream um, I've discussed that with my family about becoming a teacher because there's a shortage in Baton Rouge um, um, and um, my I have two daughters that are teachers. One um, is a PE teacher. She likes teaching, and the other daughter is a second-grade teacher, and she doesn't like teaching. And they tell me there's just no way that I could become a teacher because it's too stressful, and substituting is different from teaching, and they think that I couldn't do it. They're very discouraging of me wanting to better myself, um, but yeah, if, if, if I had a chance, I, I would, I would love to be a counselor, but I know that's, that's a, 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 lot of school. That's like two, two and a half years at least. And, um, and I don't have the time. I'm running out of time. I mean, I plan on working till I'm 70. I know that, but, um, and I'm healthy, but, um, I'm, I'm just running out of time. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, um, I mean, my degree was in personnel management and, um, you know, it's just like, who's going to hire somebody at 57 years old? I don't have... Too many options. Um I wish this coronavirus thing would just go away. It's just so depressing watching it all day long on TV. I mean it's just I'm so glad anytime fitness was open, I was like, if they close that, I'm like, oh my God. At least I got to go to the gym and worked out. And since I'm not teaching I'm able to spend as much time as I want at the gym. And I was tempted to exercise three hours because I was like, I know I'm going to eat freely because, you know, you you get bored watching TV and you want to eat. And it's like, so I was going to exercise three hours today, but I said, no, I'll do two hours and 15 minutes. That's what I did. And that doesn't tire me out at all. I'm... Uh, and they rank us on the board. And uh, a few months ago, I was number three on the board as of a t- attendance. And um, I'm number seven now on the board. Um, and that's uh, going to the gym after I taught all day. When I, when I taught, you know, I go to the gym gym after school and if it's an elementary school you get off at 3 40 so that only gives me an hour to work out but if i substitute a high school or a middle school they get get out at 2:40, so i can do two hours after school and um my two daughters take naps after school but i'm not i'm not tired i'm fine I'm fine exercising after school, you know, and I guess that's why I think, that's why I think that I can do more with my life, you know, than just being a substitute teacher because I have the energy, uh, I have the perseverance, you know, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to, to go back to school, to, to be a, a, a counselor, you know? Um, you know? I know if I put my mind to it, I could do it. Um, but um, if it's two, if it takes two and a half years, I would put me starting to work at 60 years old when everybody's retiring, you know? And, um you know I just I know it's a pipe dream I I know that and I guess I have too much time to think you know I should be concentrating on my first grandbaby but she lives four hours away and at this point I'll probably get to see her only once a month because of the distance and my daughter that's getting married you know she's you know getting out of the house and my second I have four daughters so my second daughter bought a house so that leaves me with one daughter at home and she's in college and she's living her life and it's just like you know I have the empty nest syndrome I know that you know I, I want my girls to move back home I want them little again you know I miss I miss them being little, taking them to the park and to the library and to the movies. I miss all that and watching them play sports. I miss all that, and um, having my first grandbaby live so far away, you know it's just it's gonna be hard only getting to see the grandbaby once a month and so, it's just, um, I'm contemplating what to do with my life at 57 years old, you know. I'm just not ready to throw in the towel. I plan on working until I'm 70, or as long as I can go. And um, I have longevity in my family, and um, I, I plan on living until I'm 100. I mean, that's my my plan. I mean... I work at, there's nobody that works out harder at the gym than me, and I'm 57, and I work out harder than everybody at the gym, and I'm the only person that's 57 working out two hours at the gym. Nobody else is doing that. The guys are all doing weights, you know, and drinking their um, stimulant drinks, whatever they do. What uh, pre-workouts? Everybody's drinking their pre-workouts and hitting the weights, but nobody's doing two hours of cardio. Nobody except for me. I'm probably the dumb one. Probably you're not supposed to. I'm supposed to be doing weights also, but um, I'm still doing two hours of cardio, and I'm not tired. I'm fine. I can, like I said, I could do three hours. I'm, I'm not tired at all. So I guess I should. I should add the weights it's just I need somebody to train me with the weights I don't I don't know I don't know what to do with the weights Uh, I don't I don't know my bicep from my triceps I don't I don't know how to use the machines I need a personal trainer and my daughter is a personal trainer but she refuses to train me she says I don't remember what once she shows me an exercise she says she thinks I can remember what to do, but I mean, I need somebody, you know, more than showing me an exercise one time and pick it up one time, you know, so, um, um, I guess I can ask the workers at the gym how to use the machines, I mean, I kind of play with them, but I mean, I don't know proper form, I don't know if I'm like chest presses, I'm, I'm not sure. If I am I pulling the bar right or not. Um, my daughter showed me how it was supposed to be done. And I surely wasn't doing what she was doing. So right there, uh, I was using that machine wrong. And um, I, I, look at, I look up how to do triceps and biceps on YouTube. And I kind of watched that and trying to mimic the exercise that I, that I see on YouTube. I do that. But um, I just, I hate doing weights. I just, I don't, I I just like cardio. And um, I normally watch a a movie or stand up or listen to a podcast or, you know, that's how I get most of, uh, and I love documentaries. That's how I watch all my documentaries on Netflix. I put my earplugs in and I put it on documentary and I'm just Lost in the documentary, you know, and it makes my exercise uh, go so much faster that way, you know. Um, and um, I, I don't like to listen to music when I exercise. Back in the day, when I was doing high impact aerobics, it was all music and it was, you know, techno music. And I was just like, I can remember doing high impact aerobics, and I would get sick of the music. They'd play the same thing. Over and over, and I didn't like it. And I have a sister that d- does Zumba. She she says you would like Zumba, but um, I, I I walked into a Zumba class and it was just like, nah, it's just that's not my thing. I don't like the Zumba music, so I wouldn't like that. And uh, same thing with spin class. I don't like the music. You know, um, I wouldn't enjoy spin class. I like doing my own thing, which is the treadmill and the elliptical. And, yeah, today, uh, food-wise, I did really bad. I mean, eating ice cream out of the carton and opening a box of cookies. And I'm like, yeah, this is my supper. I've given up because I don't know what's going to go on with my daughter's wedding. I don't know what's going to go on, what's going to happen with my daughter's baby shower that's next weekend. I'm just like watching the news all day, getting scared, panicking. So it's like I, I, I I'm just, I'm like losing control. It's just like I, I've given up. I just like, uh, oh well, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But, um, but um, I'm thankful anytime Fitness is still open and. The same people were all there exercising, you know, and I'm not scared about this coronavirus, you know. It just doesn't scare me. It's just like I think it's blown way out of proportion, you know. Um, uh, the grocery stores being empty, it's spooky, it's weird. It's like everybody's fighting over toilet paper, and it's like. I, I didn't even go in that aisle, because I already had toilet paper at home, and I, I didn't think to buy any more, but, um, so now I'm not working for a month, so now I'm gonna have a month to, uh, ruminate, and that's what I'm gonna do for a whole month, not working, I'm gonna ruminate about my life, I'm like, what should I do with my life? At 57, what should I do with my life? You know, just be a, a, a thankful grandmother just be a grandmother a once a month grandmother you know Uh, hopefully my second daughter will have um children soon so she lives close by so I'll get to enjoy um my second my she's my third daughter my third daughter's getting married so hopefully she lives close so I'll get to enjoy uh, her children, because she lives close by, but I'm sad that my oldest daughter lives four hours away, because we'll probably, me and my husband will probably only go once a month, and I thank God for uh, FaceTime, I love talking to my daughter on FaceTime, I love, uh, I love talking to all of my daughters on FaceTime, it's just, they, they don't like it, they'd rather just text, you know, and I'm like, I like to see y'all face when I'm talking to y'all, you know, and they rather text to me, you know, and, and it's like, you know, and then when I call them and they don't answer, I'm like, well, what, what are they doing? Why don't they pick up the phone, you know? And, um, I think they avoid me because they, they say I cause them stress. That's what my daughters say about me, that I cause them stress and, uh, that I'm negative and, and, I have a negativity about me and they don't, I don't think they they like talking to me to be honest but I guess I I, I worry about things and and I, I complain a lot and I I guess I'm negative you know I, I was kind of raised that way my dad was doom and gloom and that's how I was raised it was like uh, we're gonna we're gonna lose all our money. We, we're not gonna have any money. Uh, we're gonna get in a car wreck, and somebody's gonna sue us, and we're gonna be poor, and we're gonna lose the house. I mean, that's what was told to me when I was growing up. That's how I, I was raised. You know, I wasn't raised with a positive uh, father. I, I, I lived with my father and stepmother, and my dad was negative. So that's. That's all I heard. All my life was negativity, you know. Um and uh so uh I I remember when I was like a senior in high school, my dad would find the most dilapidated house there was and he would point to the house and he would say, "If you get pregnant at this age, that's where you'll end up," you know? And it got me scared to even have children because he'd always would tell stuff like that that you will end you, you if you have a child young you'll you'll be poor for the rest of your life you'll 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 live in a a rundown house and you won't have anything so I was afraid to have children. I can remember I didn't have my first child until I was almost twenty seven and I remember how wonderful it was and how I was so happy and I was like why did my dad say all those things to me all those years you know because I was like it was just such a blessing to have a child and I enjoyed my baby so much that and after I had one she got a month oh I was ready to have another one and I It was a year later. I had a second child, and a year later, I had a third child. A year later, I had a fourth pregnancy, but I lost uh, that that one in in a miscarriage, and it was a really bad miscarriage. Um, I almost died because I hemorrhaged because I was uh, sixteen weeks pregnant, and the doctor that saw I went to the doctor for a sonogram and um they didn't see a heartbeat and that was at 12 weeks and uh the doctor sent me to it was a it was a high-risk doctor that that saw that there was no heartbeat so he told me to go to my regular doctor so i went to my regular doctor and he was on vacation so i saw his brother and the brother told me go home and let the let the miscarriage happen naturally, and um, what happened to me was I I I hemorrhaged I, I I miscarried and I thought that was normal what I was going through but I was actually hemorrhaging at my house there was blood everywhere I I I filled up one tub full of blood and then. I passed out, and my husband had to call 911, and the ambulance got there, and I had already crawled into my bed, and I told the ambulance people that I was fine, that I I, I think i miscarried, I'm fine, you know, and I signed the paper, and I told them uh, I, I would be okay, and then more blood started coming out and I passed out again and that's when I called my husband and said call 911 again Uh, they need to come so they came and they put me in the ambulance and they immediately gave me an IV drip and I remember I'm like oh that feels so much better and when I got to the hospital the doctor that did the emergency emergency uh, D&C said, what doctor sent you home to have a miscarriage at, it was, I want to say, it might not have been 16 weeks, but it was 14, 15 weeks, it was something crazy like that. The doctor said, you, sh- you were close to bleeding out, you almost died. He said, you almost bled out, that's what we call it, you bleeding out, that's what happens, and he said, you came close to dying, and I was like, I, I had no idea that I was hemorrhaging, I thought that's what a miscarriage was, you know, so, um, so after I had that, that, uh, that fourth pregnancy was a miscarriage, and then three years later, I had my youngest, so I had, um, so I had gotten pregnant Four times in six years, I had gotten pregnant. Four times in six years, and then three years later, I had my youngest child. So there's a, a nine age uh, difference between my oldest and my youngest. There's a nine age gap uh, difference. There's two year two years between my first, second, and third, and then. But the third child and the youngest is five years apart, so uh, my fourth uh baby was a complete surprise. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, she was a complete surprise and a, and a miracle baby, you know. I, I just, you know, I was 35, um, I thought I was too old to have uh children, you know, and uh, so she has been a blessing, and um. If, 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 my husband wouldn't, uh, said no to no more children, I probably would have had eight or 10, but, but I had a uh, bad morning sickness and, um, for the fourth child, I had morning sickness for nine months. And after, after her, I said, yeah, I, I won't be having any more children because the morning sickness was so bad, um you know, that's when I knew, I was like, there's no way I would have another child because of the morning sickness. But if, if I didn't have morning sickness, I probably would have had eight, nine, ten children. Cause I love babies and children so much. And I couldn't believe what my dad had said all those years about me getting pregnant at a young age. And I just, I, you know, all the negativity he used to, uh, the words he used to say and the negativity, and you know, um, you know, and he, and he's a great grandfather now, and how, how he's changed, you know, he's become this great grandfather. He, you know, as a father, he kinda he kinda missed the boat on that, but he's become a great great-grand- a great grandfather to my children and um he's even a great great grandfather a great grandfather not not great great but a great grandfather um and um he's 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 mellowed out now he doesn't and he used to talk about abortions too you know I mean he used to bring that up you know and now he's totally against abortions and but he used to talk about him when I was growing up, you know, like it was no big deal, you know. And now he's totally against it. And, uh, and he, so he's changed a lot. But, um, yeah, what, I mean, I'm not celebrating my birthday. I took it off of Facebook. Um, I, I don't want nobody to tell me happy birthday. I don't want to celebrate it. I don't want a cake. I want it to go away. I don't want to be 57 because 20 plus 20 years plus three, I'll be 80. I mean, life is almost over for me. I'm uh, in 20 23 years, I'll be 80. I mean, I mean, I have good genes, and I plan to live till I'm 100. But still, my grandmother got dementia at 80. And she lived to she was about 89. And then I had a, a great-grandmother that lived to 94. So she didn't have dementia. But I think she had diabetes, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I never knew her. She died before I was born. So so my goal, I always say, is 94. I want to I wanna live as long as my great-grandmother that was 94. And, um... And I had another great-grandmother on on my, let's see, the, my, my great-grandmother on my mother's side uh, lived till she was 94. Uh, and I'm not sure on my dad's side. I get confused because I never met either one of them. They died before I was born. But, um, and my daughter is, you know, 29 and... So there's no way I I will be seeing great grandchildren out of my children because you know, my oldest is twenty nine, my youngest is twenty, and by the time they have great grandchildren I'll be I'll be I'll I'll be dead. I'll probably be dead by the time my great grandchildren will, will be born because my children uh or getting married late in life, and having babies late in life, you know, um, you know, I, I encourage them to have babies when they're young, you know, I'm telling them, don't wait, but, you know, my oldest, like I said, is 29, having her first baby, and I'm 57, having my first grandbaby, most of my classmates have had their grandchildren 20, for 20 years, you know, and, um, So, yeah, that's all. Uh, I I did terrible on my diet. I don't know what's going to happen about my daughter's wedding. I don't know if people are going to show up for my daughter's baby shower. I don't know. And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? It's in limbo. Do I want to substitute, teach until I'm 70? Or do I want to go back to school? Will somebody hire me at my age It's a lot to think about, you know, and, um, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot to think about. Well, that's all for today. Goodbye.